Welcome in to the Get Your Happy On Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, man, welcome to the show. It's to get you happy on our 93.7 The Ticket. Show host Ricky C. Simmons. Man, look here. I just got back to Nebraska yesterday. But to be real honest with you, I kind of like traveling, man. It's uh, it's kind of relaxing. You know, you get out and see something different. So a big shout-out to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and everybody, man, for showing all the love. My hometown, Greenville, Texas. Man, y'all showed a lot of love. Dallas, Texas showed love. So I'm back. And you know what? I'll probably be hitting the road again pretty soon. Well, look at here. I got my boy with me tonight. <laughs> I got my boy with me tonight. I'm talking about Pastor Smurf, a.k.a. <laughs> Irvin Fry. Hey, man. What's going on, Irv? What's up, V. Clyde Simmons? Uh, it's your world, <laughs> baby. I'm just living in it. They don't know about V. Clyde, do they? Hey, no, I don't know nothing about V. Clyde, man. <laughs> but that's all right, though. We're going to educate well, look, them. Look, my people on my end don't know nothing about Pastor Smurf, so it's all right. <laughs> hey, but you know hey, what? Pastor Smurf, what are you talking about? Yeah, man, look here, man. We got history, but hey, I'm gonna, I'm just going to give you a heads up, dude. I'm trying to hold you hostage tonight, so I hope you ain't in you no real. You got me, bro. Huh? Look, when I said I'm in, I'm in. Okay, because I, you know, I know you're a busy man and all that, but I'm trying to hold you hostage tonight. Man, it's it's bedtime, so you got me. <laughs> so, Look, I'm normally in the bed about this time. Yeah, well, me, well you know my hours is, well, I'm living on the edge. <laughs> I had to drink a Sprite before I came. <laughs> <laughs> but everything going good with your herb? Everything's all right, bro. I can't complain. Just trying to, you know, trying to keep doing big things, like you say. Oh, man, Anytime that's I post it, something, I see, I see a comment from you. Keep doing big things. Keep doing big things, man. That's what we do. Well, Irv, look yeah. here, man. A lot of uh, people are listening, and I would like for you, because I think you can do it better than me, give people a little history on how we uh, became brothers, where we met, and your whole football career, and, and kind of what you're doing now. Okay, well, I mean, we met shortly after uh, – I got to Nebraska. When I came to Nebraska, it was August 13th. That was the day I got there, August 13th, 1980. That was the day I got reported to the University of Nebraska for practice and all the other stuff that came after that. Um, I I was staying with Turner Gill, 603, at Abel Hall. I remember all, <laughs> remember all that. Room 603, Abel Hall. <laughs> Look, I remember all of that. I, as a matter of fact, just the side sidebar, real quick, V. Um, I got I found some pictures the other day oh. uh, of us in college, man. I'm gonna have to take pictures of the pictures and send them to you. Wow, you, you're gonna trip on them, man. Yeah, I just, <laughs> yesterday I found them yesterday. It's, yeah, wow. It's it. Yeah, it's funny to look at us when we were 19, 20 years old. Yeah, yeah. well, boy, I tell you, <laughs> we can't tell the folks everything. But <laughs> well, no, well, I'm not going to tell them everything, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to send the pictures to you. Yeah, well, you send the pictures. <laughs> I was going to try to do it while we were we were live right now. Oh, I was going to send them to you on your phone <laughs> so you could see them and react over oh, the uh, over okay. the. Over the 
over the show tonight, but I did I didn't get a chance to pull them out and take the pictures. But I will. Okay, I'll be looking forward to to that. Yeah, I will send them to you. But while I was there, when I got there, uh, Turner Gill and I were rooming in room six hundred three in Abel. Turner had a car. I didn't have a car. So I was I was stranded quite a bit, and you know I didn't want to ask him to, to ride in his car or drive his car, but but Ricky came along, y'all. Ricky came <laughs> along and um, befriended me. He did. I don't know if he thought I was lonely or whatever, but we just <laughs> we just we just hit it off. Uh, he was a year ahead of me. Uh, he was from from Texas. He and Nate Mason uh, were like Mike and I, myself, but Mike wasn't there my rookie year, our freshman year. Mike was coming our sophomore year. Mike was down at the JUCO in Coffeyville, and couldn't get to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln until our sophomore year. So I was there. Uh, although I signed with Mike and came with Mike, I was there my freshman year by myself. And Ricky just took me up underneath his wing. He had been there already for a year or so and took me up underneath his wing. I remember going down to his house. Not Your house wasn't – your apartment wasn't yeah, that far from yeah, me Abel. me and Nate just live right uh, down the few, street. Yeah, just a few blocks away from Abel. So I was able to walk down to Ricky's, and we just – we hit it off right then. And that – you know, that's that was rare because when – um and I wasn't expecting anything like that. Not that I was uh, a hard person to get along with or, or, I, or I gave off some bad vibes or bad energy. I didn't do that. Wasn't that kind of guy. But it was it was the opposite of when I got to the pros. When I got to the pros, nobody spoke to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess being they, the number one overall pick didn't help. <laughs> well, yeah. And that, that's a shame, though. Yeah, it, I, I mean, they saw me. Some of the guys saw me as, I guess, as a threat. Absolutely. And really, uh, some of the bigger name guys didn't really speak to me until the end of my second year there. It was crazy. It was crazy. But mm-hmm. no, Ricky and I have been brothers ever since then. Uh, we, we we played together in those four years. But even more importantly than that, uh, we spent a lot of time together off the field. And uh, we we just never disconnected. We stayed connected, though, you know, we had times when we were not in touch with one another but once we reconnected it's like we never lost any time like that time had never happened where we weren't in contact with one another so we i mean here we are what is it 30 30 years later 40 years later you know and we're still you know what i was just like thinking we, about <laughs> what's that Uh oh no this is a good one <laughs> we were walking from uh we were walking up to my apartment one day and i asked you i say man you like music he's like yeah I used to DJ. <laughs> uh oh. And then you start you came and started playing music and stuff. And I think after that I knew we had something in common because you yes, like music and I did too. So man, like I say, I'm just really honored to have you on the show, man. But also, Irv, tell the people about your NFL career, man, and how long you played and with the different teams, man. I think that's pretty uh interesting. Well, I mean, but even in that, Rick, I mean, we really never when we were together in college, and that's a great question uh, in relationship to our relationship, um, we never really talked about that. We never really sat around and and dreamed or or spoke on, okay, well, you're going to the league and I'm going to the league and this is what we're going to do and that, right, that's right. what we should do. We never talked about that. It just kind of, I guess happened. it just kind of happened. We, we never thought, I never thought that I would be the first person selected in the draft uh, I guess at the end of our senior year, Mike and myself, uh, and you were you weren't there our senior year, you were you were gone, but at the end of our senior year, I guess people started talking about or had been talking about I was about actually us. with you, Herb. Don't I think you've been hitting the you hit. I mean you were still there. Yeah. Oh, me and Mike was, left, remember, right after the Orange Bowl? 
Right. Yeah, yeah but we, you weren't in we our class. To, we, what I'm saying, you were still there, but you weren't in our class. Yeah. Well, we, I got with y'all because I redshirted. Right. So, right. So, so you we, were with so, us, but yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. So we went to the USFL. Yeah. Me and Mike went um, to the USFL at the same time. And then you. Right. Same time. Yeah. Because when we were in Washington, we played against Mike them. And we looked up mm-hmm. in the stands, and you were supposed to be in the I'm school. I'm up in the stands. Yeah, you were supposed to be at school, but you were in the stands was... taking pictures. I remember. <laughs> then you're like, yo, I went, you look, and Mike get together and take a picture. I was, I was where I was supposed to be. I wasn't supposed to be in school. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I was where I was supposed to be, supporting my brothers. Yo, yeah, I was but that, I mean, it was just funny because we left right at, I mean, you know, the USFL at that time was in January. And right, it was right, right after the Orange Bowl, and man, I I never forget that we played Mike them in D.C. And uh, yeah. after the game was over, me and Mike was talking. Then we see you in the stands talking about stand next to each other, man, take a picture, and we both <laughs> looking at each other like, "Ain't hey, he supposed to be at school?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I I had and I tried uh, to go to the USFL. Uh, the Generals had drafted me. That's when Donald Trump owned the Generals, and I went up to Trump Tower and uh, sat with him, he would not guarantee my contract. So that's why I didn't didn't sign with the generals and ended up going into the NFL directly out of college. But we never really, again, we never really sat around and, no. you know, thought about it or spoke about it or planned on that, on that being a, our next step. You know, we just right. kind of, it just kind of happened for us. And obviously I got drafted New England. I uh, spent nine years in New England. And, and you know what, Ricky, I just, something dawned, it dawned on me not too long ago, but man, I got drafted and you know, this just as, as well as I know this, I got drafted as a wide receiver, right. but you know, doggone good and well, I was a wing back yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Nebraska. I, w- I was, I was more of a back than I was a receiver and right. our one-on-ones weren't running, weren't necessarily running patterns against defensive backs. Our one-on-ones was in a three-point stance blocking Jimmy Williams, no, <laughs> defensive end. Trying to block. Linebackers. Yeah. <laughs> trying. Yeah. We, did, we tried. Well, you know, we didn't, the funniest thing about that, when you say blocking defensive ends and stuff, man, I remember that's how I got to be split in because I couldn't yeah. do it. I mean, you was able to do it, but I, I wasn't able to do it, man. I mean, <laughs> I ain't built for that. You know, I ain't about that life. Put me out here with some people closer to my size, and, and, and we can work with something. But I can't, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Williams, and people like that. I try to avoid people like that. Well, well, listen, Jimmy. When Jimmy was there, and I believe that was my sophomore year, was Jimmy's senior year. So I'm trying to block Jimmy, who went on to the Detroit Lions and became a wonderful, excellent uh, professional football player. Um, he was all American. Jimmy took it easy on me because I, I believe Jimmy liked me. And uh, so when I had to go against Jimmy, he just knocked me down and <laughs> he wouldn't beat me up. He, he just knocked me out of the way and go on back and get the back. He wouldn't beat me up like he did some of those tight ends and some of those other ga- other cats. He just bang, knocked me out of the way. Well, before I, I hit him, he yeah. boom, knocked me Before I moved to, to, to split in, I lined up one time in front of Jimmy and Jimmy looked at Coach Huey and said, Hey, Coach, you come on, man. <laughs> come yeah. on. Ricky can't block me, man. Give me somebody up here, man. <laughs> I was so happy to hear him say that. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, but Gene Huey, Gene Huey was just testing you. He knew he knew you yeah. couldn't block yeah, uh, well, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't block Jimmy. Yeah, I got down like I was going to try, but I knew yeah. I already, you know, <laughs> I knew it was just going to be uh, – <laughs> It was just going to be for show. I mean, it wasn't like I could do nothing with Jimmy. I mean, I knew that. He knew that. And Coach Huey knew it, too. 
But it made us tough. It, it made did. us tough. So you said yeah. you and had actually, to first. Go ahead. My, and it actually helped me. I mean, it didn't help me because I was a wing back. When I first got to New England, um, they were a running team. So I did a lot of blocking. But it was it was my first two or three years in the league, it was all athletic ability for me because I was trying to learn how to be a wide receiver. You know, I'm, I'm going up against Pro Bowl defensive backs all up in my face. I'm trying to get around them and run my routes. Had never done that kind of stuff before. And we really didn't run a passing offense, so my coaching uh, didn't help me in that regard until I actually got to Miami. So I played nine years in New England, then went down to Miami, got traded and went to Miami and played uh, three years with Miami, then three years with the Eagles, and my last two years with the Washington, which were the Redskins back then. Now they're the Commodore. No, they're not the Commodores. <laughs> <laughs> you you had to jam now. <laughs> Was that Commanders or they, something? They, commanders, yeah, yeah. Commandos, Commanders, whatever they Some people call them the Commies. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I mean, a 17-year career, is 17. that correct? Yeah. Wow, man. That's... 17 years. Hey, hey V, exactly. pray for me too, man. This, I need you to touch and agree with me because um, I'm on the ballot for the Hall of Fame right now. Oh, wow. Really? Well, yeah. man, I'm yeah, praying man. for you to get that because, I, yeah. first of all, you deserve it. So, if, if anybody who's listening right now, if you know anybody who's voting, <laughs> vote, please make a phone call put, for yeah, a brother. Help a brother book, out, yeah, please. Yeah. Put in a good word. Yeah, hook me up. I'm hey, trying to get in. Say, Irv, I was just looking at something, man. Paul Smith, we from California, is listening, man. He, him and uh, his godson DeAndre, they out in LA. Uh -huh. They listening to the show because you know we're live on Facebook as well. So okay, so okay. people are, people are chiming hey, Paul, in. if you know any, if you know anybody that <laughs> knows anybody that has anything to do with the voting for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Holler at the brothers, please. Holler. Well, Make you know, a phone the phone call. Truth be told, man, I would like to see you and Roger, Roger Craig, both get in. Yeah. You know, I think yeah, y'all are both deserving of that. Uh, yeah. 17 seasons. Ro Roger was the first running back, I believe, in the history of the NFL to uh, run for 1,000 yards and catch 1,000 yards of balls receiving. Yes. And you know, have a thousand yards receiving. If I I'm not sure if, yeah, I'm not sure if my stats are right here, but I think Marshall Falk did it about fourteen years after Roger. Yeah, it was after Roger. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he and he's yep. in. So I think, you know, there's a there's a pretty good argument that Roger should be in. Yeah, of course. Hi Rebecca. Course. I see you out there. She says hello Irving. So you got fans. Hey Rebecca man. where's Rebecca from? Rebecca's from Nebraska. So okay, she, Rebecca in Nebraska. Are you Lincoln or you Omaha uh, or you Scotts Bluff or you? It's where a you small at? town. I believe it's Sterling, Nebraska. Sterling. Okay. If I had, and, and Rebecca will definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what it is. And also, let's see. You got a so so they can they can hear us. They can hear you hear us. They and can hear see us, us and see us on Facebook. Yes, we're live, dude. On so, Facebook, right okay. now. Okay, I'm, right, I'm glad. Not I right, my, not, not glad right I put now. My cameras on, man. Yeah, not right now. Right now. R A T. Right. Yeah. Right now. There's a one director says, <laughs> "Tell Irving that I'll ask Pastor Terry of New Birth to place him on the prayer list." So you know, you know, Pastor Terry. Okay. Down in the Pastor Dallas Terry, area. Yeah, I was, I was like, yes, sir. Okay. I was. That's why I was licensed as a preacher. 
Oh, okay. down in uh, Plain in Plano, Texas. See that? Look Charles at that, man. Terry. You got yes, people, man. You got people everywhere, man. They know they know who you are, man. That's why I was. I told you I was gonna hold you hostage. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Irv, nah, listen man. here, man. I, no, uh, I know people. The, I don't know as many people as you know, Irv, but I know a few people. No, I know you. <laughs> when I'm saying I know people, I know you. I got you. I got you. Ricky V. Clyde Simmons. <laughs> I'm on the radio. At nine, listen. At nine o'clock at night, Eastern Standard Time. It's nine twenty-one now. I'm I'm normally sleep. I'm on the radio because I'm on the radio with Ricky Simmons. You got a radio show, bro? I ain't got no radio show. Yeah, you but got you a got a show. podcast, What's man. Up with that? You got a podcast. How, how if you, I remember correctly, I was your first guest on your podcast, and I've you been were seeing absolutely some of, my first guest. Yeah, and I've been seeing some of your guests, dude. You be having some big time people on your show, so you. Hey, <laughs> I, I'm just a pebble on your but beach. Yeah, but guess what? They all standing on you. You holding it up because you the foundation. Uh, you, <laughs> well, thank you, sir. And you. I, that's an honor. Yes, that's, sir. A, that's a real honor. Yeah. Tell people uh, about your podcast, man. Well, it's called The Friar Place. Um, you can see like some of the background right now. I don't, have, I don't have all the lights on. I didn't put everything on just a little bit. Had I known, I thought we were just going to be on the radio and, and do audio. Had I known, I would have put all the lights and stuff on, but I guess you can see enough oh, yeah. of it. Yeah, uh, we're live. We're live every Friday, um, Eastern Standard Time. Not Central Time, not Nebraska Time, not California Time, not Texas Time. We're, we're live where every you, where Friday. Where are you at, 12 man? 12 noon Eastern where, Standard where Time. Where are you located, man? Uh-huh. Where are you located? Tell the people where uh, you I'm located. Huh? I'm going to tell them. Okay, tell them what I'm state in you in. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in New Jersey. There you go. That's what I've been waiting to hear, man. Okay. <laughs> hey, Irv, man. I'm in look. New Jersey, so the pot. No, keep doing your Say thing. What? Keep doing your thing, but stay oh. with me. Don't go nowhere. We got to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back okay. and, and oh. talk, we'll talk some more, okay? Okay, then I'll tell the people. There you All go. Right. There no you problem. go. Hey. Yes, sir. You guys hang in there with us. This is 93.7 The Ticket to get you happy on hour. We'll be right back. Yeah.